This is The Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Chris and Austin. All right, back here on The Nation at the Texas Roadhouse, Chris Lowe and Austin Price. Our thanks to Greg Sankey, SEC Commissioner, joining us in the last segment. A lot to talk about. Uh, AP, you look around the SEC right now, and uh, you know Alabama and Georgia, I think, continue to stand out. A lot of teams are right there in the middle tier um, that have sort of beaten up on each other. I think even more so than we've seen recently with some of the games. A&M beating Alabama a week ago, Vanderbilt taking South Carolina to the wire, Auburn with a big win yesterday over Arkansas, LSU, News. News today coming down that Ed Ogeron is out as LSU's coach at the end of this season. But yeah. LSU with its biggest win of the season yesterday, scoring 49 points against Florida. Really been a sort of a weird last few weeks in the SEC. Well, Florida, what, two and six in their last eight Power Five games? The only ones were Vanderbilt and Tennessee. And let's welcome Coach Nick Saban to the phone lines. Coach Saban, we appreciate you joining us tonight on The Nation. Uh, I want to ask you right off the bat, You, I know tough loss last week to A&M. You come back this week against Mississippi State. Where did you think you guys, Nick, improved the most and played better football this week? Well, I think the biggest thing we did um, probably is just competed well in the game. Um, played 60 minutes. Stayed focused. Uh, and, um, you know, it's the first complete game that I think we played all year. Uh, guys play with good energy and intensity and maintain it throughout the game. You know, you've been a part of a lot of rivalries, Nick. You go back to Michigan, Michigan State, LSU-Bama, now Alabama-Tennessee. What about this rivalry? And I know you're, you know, you, you know your history, you know your tradition of, of college football rivalries. What about this one sticks out in your mind? Well, I think it just means a lot to a lot of people. <clears throat> I know their fans, our fans. I think it goes way back to Coach Bryan and the rival that he had with, you know, General Nalen and, you know, two adjoining stakes. So it means a lot of, to a lot of people, especially, you know, our fans that have been fans for a long, long time. So very important game. Coach, it's Austin. When you – I don't know how much film you've watched at this point, but when, you, when you've you been able to watch any, what's impressed you about Tennessee's defense? We've been talking about that on the show with, you know, they don't have a lot of – bullets in the gun, but what, you know, Coach Banks has been able to do in year one, um, you know, getting the, you know, really solid play out of his group. What, what What's impressed you about them? Well, I haven't watched them yet, so um, I always watch the other stuff. First, I've been impressed by their offense. They do a great job of running the ball and very well coached, um, but that's, I haven't watched the defense yet. Nick, when you look at, you know, we talked about this a lot over the years. It seems like everybody's going fast now. They're playing up-tempo. Heck, you guys are. When you when you practice against that more, and, of course, you have to if you're going to be good against it, how much does that help when you face these guys every, each and every week? Well, I think it helps a lot, especially when your offense can go fast because it's really hard to duplicate speed against a scout team, um, pace of play. Because those guys have to look at a card to give you the look of just playing the play. When you go fast against your own offense, I think that really helps you prepare for the game. Nick, how much has it impacted the way you recruit, the way the game is played now? It's probably more offensive-centric than it's ever been, but what type of impact has that been on the way you guys have gone out and recruited? Well, I think you just got to 
you know, recruit more speed, more guys that can play in space. I think your upfront people, even though they got to be physical at the point of attack, they also have to be athletic and be able to get, you know, a lot of very athletic quarterbacks on the ground, um, especially with some of the quarterback runs that the people are running now. So uh, I just think overall you have to be uh, athletic and um, got to have a lot of guys that can play in space. Coach, it's Austin again. When you look at how you recruit the quarterback's position specifically, how much has that changed in the last, not even ten years, but even the last five? Because the way the offenses are run now, it feels it, football almost feels like if you're not good at quarterback, it's just hard to be good overall. Uh, how much do you feel like that's changed in the last four to five years? Well, I think it's always been important to have a good quarterback, regardless of what kind of offense you run. Um, but I think more different style of players can be very successful at playing a quarterback position now because of, you know, the spread and, um, you know, things like that. We, we really haven't changed the kind of quarterbacks that we'd like to recruit here because even though we do RPOs, we're not really into running quarterback runs that much with our quarterbacks. And we still have an NFL style, you know, passing attack. So, uh, it's great to have athletic guys, and Bryce is very athletic, but uh, we, we're, we're looking for guys that can pass it first and you know, sort of execute what we do. Nick, speaking of Bryce, first-year starter, where has he grown the most from his first start early this year to where he is right now? Well, you know, we were pleased with the way he started the season. He played really well against Miami. Um, but I think the more experience he gets, the more comfortable he gets. Um, See a lot of different looks in, in this league, uh, a lot of different defenses, a lot, a lot of different third-down pressures. And so I think those are the things that he's, his experience is probably, um, you know, helping him uh, in those situations know exactly what to do with the ball. And, you know, we, we made a couple big plays this past week throwing, throwing the ball hot, which is probably something that we wouldn't have done earlier in the year. And um, so we're really pleased with the way he's progressed. You know, Nick, haven't covered this league for a long time. It's always been tough. It's always been balanced. A lot of teams can beat on each other. This year, to me, though, has that feel, maybe more so than the last few, that there's a ton of teams right there in the middle on any night, depending on how smart you are, how much you do or don't turn the football over, that can beat each other. Has it had that same type of feel halfway through the season to you? I don't think there's any question about it. I think, you know, from top to bottom, the league's probably better than it's ever been. There's probably a couple things that contribute to that. You know, some of the, the the teams got a lot of players come back for a COVID year, so that added some experience and, you, you know, older players with the, on their squad. And then, you know, because we have, you know, a great league, uh, there was a lot of good transfers that transferred in the league. So they enhanced the quality of play from top to bottom as well. You know, you mentioned transfers. Where do you see the whole issue with the portal going? It, 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 will it sort of stay where it is, Nick? Do you, I know none of us have a crystal ball, but players are going to continue to move. I think that's sort of a, a fact right now. But where do you sort of see that? How do you see that evolving going forward? I, I don't know that anybody – you know, I think everybody kind of knows my opinion of it. I think the portal is good. Uh, it lets players, lets everybody know if a player wants to leave a program. I, but the part that I think is the big question is, should guys be immediately eligible? Right. Uh, because I think 
you know, that, that creates a lot of movement. Um, hard, hard to manage rosters. Um, and in some ways, you know, I don't know how good that is for the players in terms of their development, doing the right things personally, academically, and athletically, um, and how it'll affect graduation rates and all those things in the future. I think, you know, that, that, that's where we probably ought to do a little study. Yeah, I would agree. Well, Nick, man, we appreciate you spending some time with us tonight on The Nation, and we look forward to catching up with you down the road. All right, buddy. Well, we All appreciate right, it. Y'all have a good night. Thanks. Okay.